Yo, <laughs> check it out. Thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Then again, you probably already know that by now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You can find the podcast just about anywhere. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Overcast FM, Pocket Cast. You can definitely catch me on Facebook, facebook.com backslash spell it out, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. You can definitely catch me on Instagram at 12 Kyle Podcast. And of course, you can find me hanging out on the Twitter streets at 12 Kyle, the number one, two K-Y-L-E, or you can follow us at 12 Kyle Podcast. And the 12 Kyle Podcast is now being featured on Google Play. So, hey, there's no reason not to subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> All right, check it out. Here's what I want to talk about today. Um, blind dates. Never really been a fan of blind dates. I'll give you a couple of reasons as to why I've never been a fan of blind dates. And before the show is over, I will share with you a horrific blind date story <laughs> that happened to me back in the day. All right. <clears throat> so check it. Um, like I mentioned before, just never really been a fan of blind dates. Uh, I, I think most people tend to be somewhat optimistic about blind dates. Uh, I've always been relatively pessimistic about blind dates. Um, I think because for me, I think it's a lot easier when you have a working knowledge of someone and, you know, it's not just kind of thrown together or you're just kind of brought with someone who you never met through a mutual acquaintance or what have you, or <clears throat> if you met via the internet. Now I know for some blind, for some people, blind dates do work. Um, I just never been a fan of, I, I think it's, I think you leave a lot to chance. Uh, <laughs> I think anything can and probably will happen on a blind date. And I usually don't see them go too well. Um, and here's a couple of reasons. For one, I think when, when you talk about dating, first and foremost, dating is a numbers game. <clears throat> um, it is what it is. And people hate to hear you say that, but that's what it is. It's a numbers game. I mean, really, to 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 achieve the ultimate goal, you have to go on a certain number of dates. And I'm saying if there's 30, and, I, and it's not like if, it, if it's 30 days in a month that you should be going out on 30 different dates, although that has happened. Um, I think you just have to, you have to realize that it's just like if you were selling something over the phone, right? You know, cold calls. If you were doing that, you'd have to make, before you got one sale, you might have to make a hundred phone calls. Um, and dating is kind of the same way. I mean, like you have to go on a certain number of dates to, to really land, you know, the, the one that you want to land, if you will. Um, and I just think like when it's, when it comes to blind dates, I think blind dates are going to probably fall somewhere in that upper echelon as far as the numbers that you're trying to achieve. So, uh, you know, and I think more often than not, you may or may not get paired up with someone who is slightly not compatible with you. And 
I can only imagine how frustrating that is. Uh, I've heard friends and family talk about it. It can be extremely frustrating. So I think that's one of the things that's <clears throat> very difficult when it comes to dating is the fact that, you know, it's a numbers game. So you have to basically go through a number of dates really to get where you want to go. And ultimately, I think, you know, you're going to encounter some blind dates and you're going to probably encounter some weirdos. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> um, another thing is, I think a lot of times, more often than not, you know how it goes. When you go on a blind date, you're usually introduced to that person through a mutual acquaintance, right? Um, somebody hooked you up. <laughs> Uh, personally, I've never been a fan of hooking people up. Um, full disclosure, I, you know, growing up in high school and in college, and even after I got out of college, like I knew a lot of people, and I still do know a lot of people. I mean, it's neither here nor there, but I think the thing is, is that like growing up, I always knew, like for me, I always knew a lot of girls. And it wasn't necessarily girls I was trying to kick it with or trying to holler at, but it was just I knew a lot of girls. So a lot of times cats would always ask me, yo, man, why don't you hook me up with such and such? Why don't you, you know, and I'm, I've never, <laughs> I, that's never like really sat well with me because just because I know Jim and Jim is single and I know Tina and I know Tina's single, that doesn't necessarily mean that in my opinion, Tina and Jim should be, you know, together. And then a lot of people say, well, hey, you know, they're two single people. You should just introduce them and see what happens. Uh, it's not that simple because sometimes like I always I used to find myself is, you know, before I could play the matchmaker, I would always I would already make in my mind some type of uh, conclusion as to whether or not I think they were a good match or not. So <clears throat> I think it's that's a slippery slope, because when you introduce someone to someone else, it's a blind and you go on a blind date, you know, you can try to play matchmaker, you know, but ultimately you don't know what that other person is capable of. You don't really know that even no, no matter how well you know the person. So it's it's just a slippery slope. man. I remember one time <laughs> I tried to introduce uh, this girl to one of my homeboys and she saw a picture of him. She was like, he's cute, but, you know. His head is shaped funny and his ears are big. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at a picture. What? Head shaped funny and ears are big. I mean, you're single. He's single. Why not, you know, connect? <clears throat> but suffice to say, I never introduced the two of them. And, you know, <laughs> nothing ever happened. Uh, but. I've always been, people have always kind of tried to peg me as the guy to, you know, match people up. Uh, never been my style. Never been my style. Now, what I will do is if I have a single female friend, if I have a single male friend, I will try to get two people in the same room. Now, once I get you in the same room, hey, that's on you as to what you can or can't do. You know, if you can spit game, hey, spit your game, man. <laughs> if she's not receptive to it, hey, it's not my fault. <laughs> you know, that's another thing too. Like when you're playing matchmaker, I don't want to be held accountable for what happens or doesn't happen. Um, and that typically, you know, that's 
that happens with blind dates. And I think sometimes people either underestimate or overestimate the ability of the matchmaker. Um, <clears throat> you know, that, like I said, it's, it's a slippery slope, man. It's a slippery slope. I think, you know, when people offer to set you up, most of the times they think it, you know, they think it through. They're not just going to go out on a whim and say, hey, you know, I want you to meet this guy, yada, yada, yada. It's there's a reason behind it. And they, you know, they're probably looking out for your best interest. Um, personally, I wouldn't take it up on it. But again, I may not be the guy to ask because of my experiences. And, you know, I, I mean, of course, I'm full disclosure. I'm married. So, I mean, I you don't have to hook me up with anybody. <laughs> but if I were single, uh, I probably wouldn't be trying to get hooked up with nobody. You know, I, I, I'd rather kind of figure it out on my own. That way, if <clears throat> if it works, cool. If it doesn't, you know, I'm not looking at you sideways because you introduced me to some crazy chick. <laughs> so that's another thing. I'm just not, I, I've never been a fan of the matchmaking. I think the matchmaking, especially with friends, like I said, most friends, their intentions are good, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily always work out to your favor. Uh, so that kind of help contributes to what a blind date could or could not be. Um, another thing is that I think a lot of times with blind dates, um, there's a level of assumption and it can be on either side. It could be the assumption that you both are for lack of a better term, desperate. <laughs> because you're blind, because you're going on a blind date, I don't necessarily know that that is true, that you're desperate. But I think what that does is it allows someone to kind of step into a situation with already one preconceived notion about you. Or maybe you have a pre preconceived notion about them. Uh, I think that's kind of counterproductive uh, when it comes to dating. I think, you know, you, you should be stepping into a date with a clean, conscious and clear slate and the whole nine. Um, but I think a lot of times people, when someone goes on a blind date, when two people go on a blind date, both of them ste are stepping into it, assuming that this other person is desperate or they, you know, the only thing they have in common is that they're both looking to meet someone. Um that could be a positive or a negative. I look at it as, as a negative. I just don't think that that's cool. Um, you know, so it's you kind of got to live with the results on that one. Um, and then another thing that I think uh, one reason why I don't like blind dates is that uh, people always look at blind dates with the assumption that you should go because you're going to have fun. You know, or you should go because it's a free dinner or you <laughs> for those of you cheap people out there. Um, here's the thing. Right. I think it's very plausible to think that you could have fun. But I think especially as we get older, um, you know, our time is valuable. You know, nobody wants to waste their time. Uh, dating is hard in and of itself once you get to know someone but if you're just going out on a whim to meet someone and it's a blind date uh, and you agreed to meet at a certain place or what have you uh you know it's I, I don't think that you can just assume that you now of course yeah you want to go into it to have fun 
but I don't necessarily know that you go into it assuming that you're going to have fun um, because you might not have fun at all. <laughs> and that brings me to my last point as to why I don't like blind dates. I think when people go on blind dates, you know, it's almost like you're stuck, right? You know, like, let's say you go on a blind date and you go out to dinner, right? And you're at dinner and you meet the person, you start talking to them and five minutes in, you realize this ain't going to work. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, you're stuck there for the next hour and a half, two hours, you know, with somebody who you're not the least bit interested in. And then you have that awkward moment at the end of the night where you have to go your separate ways and, you know, they might want to kiss and you're like, man, dude, I'm not even feeling you. How are you going to try to kiss me? <laughs> you know, so I, I think that's that I think going on a blind date is the most troubling thing is that you could actually be stuck with someone for a particular amount of time and that's just yeah and you could be bored out of your mind or like let's say if like for me if I were to go on a blind date obviously I'm someone who like who likes to talk but I don't want to necessarily dominate the conversation I want the conversation to flow I wanted to go back and forth um but I don't like it if you can't carry a conversation. I mean, like for me, that would be the ultimate no-no. Like you just, you got to go, man. You got to kick rocks. You know, I can't get out of here. You know what I mean? Like if you can't carry on a conversation then I, I don't want to dominate and I'm not going to sit and talk. And then that's another thing too. You know, you'll, you'll have that blind date or two where someone only wants to talk about themselves or even better, <laughs> that's when you got to be like yo i got to get the hell out of here that's when you got to text your friend and you know somebody's got to text you or call you and tell you about a family emergency and you got to fake like you you know pump fake and get up out of there um you know and that's another thing too that i've heard a lot about on blind dates you know people you know kind of you know pulling out their phones and i remember one time uh uh, one of my followers and I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna throw a name out there uh, and I'm sure she's gonna listen to this she was on a blind date and she was tweeting to everybody while she was on the blind date and I hit her up on Twitter like yo you should be talking to old boy and she was like yo this dude is so freaking boring I mean like it was her conversation that particular night on her timeline was hilarious and she was just really just biding the time. And, I, and I'm like, okay, well, if you're sitting there and you're tweeting with us and you got your phone out, this dude has to know that he's not getting anywhere with you tonight. <laughs> and she said that I think she made reference to the fact like the dude wanted to go someplace else after dinner. She was like, nah, playboy, that's it. <laughs> so I don't even know if he got the hint. But um, yeah. If your date pulls out their cell phone and they're on Twitter or they're on Facebook, any other social media, and they're carrying on conversations while you're on this blind date, it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> and you probably won't get a call back. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just not a, fan of, not a fan of blind dates. Now, for those of you listening, if you've had great experiences with blind dates, by all means, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you think about this podcast let me know what you think about um you know going on blind dates or if you had any success stories uh personally not a fan 
<laughs> I'm just not a fan. All right, man. So part of one of the great things about this podcast is that I will reveal myself from time to time. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back from the break, I'm going to share with you a horrific, horrific blind date story that I had back from college before I got married. For those of you listening, <laughs> don't want to get me in trouble. But um, yeah, your boy had a I had a blind date and it didn't go as well as I would have liked. So you know, and it left me mentally scarred. But, uh, you know, I I live to tell about it. So, like I said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Come back. I'll share with you uh, my blind day story. And I promise you, you will laugh. You will definitely laugh. Be back in a second. Janet Jackson. Oh, Janet Jackson. The girl Debbie hooked me up with. Oh. Hey, hold up. I'll be right back. We can kick it, but I forgot I had to go pick up my mom's from work, and you know how that is. That's all right. I'll take you to get it. Nah, she don't like a lot of people with me when I go get her. Who's that girl Smokey's talking to? Some girl he hooked up with. She's a big one. Humongous. Look, won't you go up the street and get something to eat? I know you hungry. Lord, let me go inside and see what's wrong with this crazy man. I'm right behind. Okay. Uh-uh, cause see, I ate twice before I came. God damn! You gonna call me. I'm gonna call you! But if you come by, I won't call you. Okay? Don't ever, 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 ever come by here. Okay? Okay. All right. Bye, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, I'm back. Yo, shout out to Smokey, man. Friday was one of the most funniest movies ever. Um, as I mentioned to you right before the break, man, uh, I'm going to share with you a story that I had about a blind date that went terribly wrong. Um, you know, much like everybody else, I grew up watching those TV shows and game shows like uh love connection for instance um you know where you have two people come together and they go out on a blind date and um they try to quote unquote make a love connection so and i you know to be honest i always found those shows to be funny and very entertaining uh to say the least and um you know i I will be honest it's always funny and it's always entertaining when it's not you (laughs) so my story goes like this let me let me reminisce for a second right so it's probably about my sophomore year in college right so i'm chilling 
everything's going good. I'm at South Carolina State University. Uh, it's probably around the end of March, beginning of April. We just finished spring football practice. Everything's going good. School is going well. I'm single. <laughs> I'm ready to mingle. You know what I mean? So it's, everything's good. Uh, so this particular day, um, very nondescript day, uh, I just happened to go to the cafeteria. And I'm in the calf and I'm chilling and I get my food and I sit down, right? And I look up <clears throat> and I see this girl and I had never seen her before. You know, that's one of the great things about, you know, when the weather breaks, uh, you get a chance to see people that you may or may not have seen during the wintertime. Because obviously, you know, when it's winter, it's colder. People aren't hanging out like they do when it's warm, especially on the HBCU campus. Right. So. I look up and I see this girl, very, very pretty girl. I mean, really pretty. And she's nice little short haircut, just, you know, nice. I'm like, yo. And the first thought that came to my mind was like, yo, who is that? <laughs> you know, because I had never seen her before. Like, is she new? And so I, we made eye contact and she kind of smiled. And, um, you know, kept eating. And I looked up again like a few minutes later and she was looking at me and she kind of smiled again so I kind of smiled back <laughs> you know so I looked off you know kind of try to play it cool now I'm eating by myself she's eating by herself so I look up again a couple minutes later and she's still looking at me so I'm like yo I don't know who this is but I need to find out so she gets up and she walks out and she's walking out of the cash. She's looking and she's leaving. She's just at this point, she's staring at me. And we're both just making these this this incredible eye contact. And you know, I got the vibe going and everything. So I'm like, yo, she's giving me major rhythm right now. I gotta, I need to, to holler. But I, I had to play it cool, right? I wasn't gonna I just wasn't gonna overwhelm her with my game, you know, at that <laughs> at that particular time. I said I'm gonna just chill back in the cut like I had done. And just, you know, chill for a second. And I, and I knew I'd see her again, so it was no big deal, right? So, here's the weird part, right? So, later on that particular evening, and this is a, the cool thing that I remember about her. This girl had on a nice, she had on yellow sundress. And the dress fit perfect, right? So, alright. So, here we go. So, later that evening, I get a phone call. And it's from my homegirl, Tanya. And Tanya is like, uh, she called, and Tanya and I have a class together, but, but that particular day, Tanya didn't come to class. So, <clears throat> Tanya, you know, when she called me, I just assumed that she was calling to, you know, ask me about, you know, what we did in class or whatever, yada, yada, yada. So, Tanya says, well, hey, um, Kyle, uh, did you see a girl in the calf today, a real pretty girl, brown skin, short haircut, um, with a yellow dress on? <laughs> <laughs> and so I started thinking to myself, wait a minute, what, was I set up? Was this, you know, candid camera or something? And so I told Tanya, I said, yeah, I said, I did see a girl like that. She was like, yeah. She said, well, that's, um, that's Sandy. And she told me to tell you that she thinks that you're cute. Word. And I'm like, oh, so you know this girl? I was like, I never seen her before. Where, where's she from? She told me where she was from and, and the whole nine. So I was like, so what's up with her? She was like, well, she thinks she she thinks you're cute, man. She said, I think y'all should, you know, hook up. 
I'm like, word? I said, so what's the, you know, so me, I'm, I'm asking like questions. I'm like, okay, so what's the deal? What's her story? She was like, nah, she's single. You're single. So, you know, she thinks you're cute. She saw you today. She, I think y'all should hook up. So I'm like, I right, bet. So <laughs> I said, you need to run me them numbers. So I, I got the numbers and I got a phone number. And um, <laughs> of course, there was no cell phones back then. This, this is a number to her room. Um, so anyway, so I asked Tanya, I said, well, does she know that I'm going to call? She was like, yeah, of course. I was like, all right, bet. So <laughs> so I called her uh, not long after I got off the phone with um, with Tanya. And, you know, so she answered the phone. She was like, hey, this is Sand- uh, Sandy. And, you know, so we started talking or whatever. Everything's cool. Conversation real good. We talked for like an hour. And, um, you know, real good conversation. What I was able to ascertain within the conversation was that, you know, she was pre-med student uh you know she was from i think she was like from columbia south carolina and you know she's real cool she didn't really hang out much because i asked her, i said well you know i had never seen you around she was like well, i see you around all the time and i'm like okay <laughs> you know i mean that's pretty typical because i'm always on the scene but nonetheless we had a great conversation and you know in the midst of the conversation i realized that she was a sports fan huge sports huge football fan right so i'm like yo you a football fan too i mean that's that's a that's a major check mark in my book so and then not only was she a major football fan but she loved hip-hop so i'm like wait a minute she's dope she looks good she's smart and she loves football and she loves hip-hop oh this is a win-win son (laughs) i am definitely going to win so we had a nice conversation and then we talked for the next couple of days and you know but we had not seen each other since that encounter in the calf right so um i think maybe two days after the, our initial conversation we were on the phone one night and she had to get off the phone she or she had to go down the hall or something she had to do something in the room or whatever the case was she put the phone down she was like hang on a second so she put the phone down and I could hear somebody singing in the background. <clears throat> so I'm like, who is that singing? I'm thinking to myself, like, who is it? I mean, like, it sounded really, really good. So I'm like, who is that singing in the background? So when she got back on the phone, I said, was I said, yo, who was that singing in the background? She was like, that was me. I was like, you can sing too? She was like, yeah, she's like, I can sing. I said, well, sing something. And she sang, uh, you bring me joy, but I need a baker. I was like, yo, and she killed it. I was like, son, this is crazy. She's dope. She loves hip hop. She loves football and she can sing. Oh, this is a win. I'm going to win. <laughs> yo, I was bugging, yo. So, um, fast forward to uh, the upcoming Sunday. <clears throat> she had suggested that, you know, we finally officially meet uh, for brunch. So I was like, I right, bet. Cool. That's what's up. And, um, you know, I had uh, I, I was already geeked to like just really sit down and you know sit face to face with or whatever like that. So, um, <clears throat> what I did was I and of course now again the only time that I had seen her was that day in the cab. So what I did was I went and hollered at my boy Nay, and um, I was like, Yo Nay, you do you know this girl? Cause she actually has a class. She actually had a class with Nay. And I was like, yo, Nate, do you know Sandy? He was like, yeah, yeah, she's in my class. 
And um, so I was like, well, how does she look? I, I said, how would you how would you describe her? And he was like, oh, man, that, her body is tight. And I was like, okay, that's what's up. You know, this is my this is my guy. This is my dog. So I'm like, he says she's tight. You know, I already saw her once, so it's gotta be, it's gotta be money. I'm good, <laughs> or at least so I thought. So here we go. We go to go to brunch on Sunday. So we decided to meet for brunch at 11:30 <clears throat> in the calf again. Uh, so at this particular time. That morning, I never get that morning. Like I was getting ready, I you know threw on a nice little gear. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going over there looking bummy. You know, but I had some nice, you know, shorts on, sneakers, had Air Force Ones, and you know, it was real crispy and clean. And you know, I had a nice polo shirt, <laughs> nice polo shirt on. So I came over there looking fly. I had my little shades in my pocket. Um. So anyway, I was I was trying to be fly, and I remember, I distinctly remember that particular morning, a couple of my teammates. Uh, they came by my room and they were like, yo, we're going to the calf. You, you, you rolling with us? I was like, nah. I was like, I got something else I got to do. I said, I'll be over there later. I didn't tell them I was going on a blind date. I didn't tell them I was meeting some chick, which, because, you know, I was kind of private. I try to keep my business, you know, to myself. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm very private. And, you know, and you guys know me. I'm very shy. So, you know, I'm not really good at telling my business. So, <laughs> so nonetheless... I get to the cab and I, I, because we said that we would meet at 11.30, I made sure that I got there at 11.20. So I was already seated, food in hand and everything because I wanted to, you know, I always, I always like to get places early. I wanted to scope the scene out. I wanted to pick a table kind of in the cut, you know, just so we could be, I, I didn't want to be bothered by my teammates or anything like that. So, um... So it's all good. So I sit down <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm chilling. And uh, you know, it's 1130 and I'm I, I'm I'm eating and I'm looking down, so I'm not even paying attention. And this girl comes up and she has her tray and she sits across from me. She sits down and she had her driver's license on her tray i don't know why she had a driver's license out maybe she did or maybe it was her student id i think okay let's say it was her student id right and so um she she sits down and she says hi kyle nice to finally meet you and i look up and it's not the girl that i saw in the calf in the yellow dress her so i'm like uh, hi, how are you? Uh, and so I, at this point, I'm playing it off because I don't know who this girl is. This ain't the same girl, the, the cutie with the yellow sundress. This girl who was in front of me was somebody else. And she wasn't as cute as the other girl. <sighs> so my, my at this point, my head is spinning. My head is spinning and my mouth is trying to come to grips with what is actually happening to me. So I said, well, how you doing? So I happened to glance down and on her student ID, it said Sandy, whatever her last name was. And so this is the girl, but it's not the girl in the, who I saw, you know, a week prior to in the yellow sundress. So 
she said, well, you know, it's nice to finally meet you. And, you know, she was like, you know, you, you, you're such a nice guy. I, I was looking forward to this. And I was like, yeah, me too. And and I got to be, I got to keep it 100 with y'all. I looked up at her and she had on like this tank top, right? I told you it was warm. She had on a tank top and she had hair on her chest, y'all. And I don't mean just a little bit of hair. I mean, like, she had more hair on her chest than me. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I got a chia pet, yo. What's going on here? I was, like, losing my mind. All the while, I'm trying to talk, but in my head was spinning. I'm like, yo, what happened? Like, this cannot be. And, um... So we're having a conversation. So she's and, and, you know, she's talking sport. She's talking hip hop. And I'm trying to put on a good face, but I can't reconcile how Tanya, the girl that Tanya introduced me to. This cannot be the girl. This can't be the same girl. It can't be that big of a coincidence. The girl who was making googly eyes at me just a week ago in the yellow sundress. This is not her. So where is she? So suffice to say, this blind <laughs> this blind date is not going as planned. Um, so I make it through the blind date, right? And you know the conversation is good. My head is still spinning the whole time because I still can't wrap my head around what's actually transpiring. I don't know what happened. I don't know what um, you know what was going on. So you know we ended it and. Um, you know, I walked her to the elevator for dorm and I left and she was like, well, I'll call you later. I was like, oh, hi, right, cool. That's what's up. <laughs> and when I tell you that walk back to my dorm, which was, you know, I don't know, a two minute walk seemed like it took 30 years to get there. So I get to my dorm. The first person I call is Tanya. And Tanya's like, well, yo, how how did the breakfast, how did the brunch go? And I was like, Tanya, that's not her. Where's Sandy? She was like, what do you mean? You just didn't you just have brunch with her? I said, I just had brunch with somebody, but it wasn't it wasn't Sandy. And she was like, yes, it was. She said she told me she was going to see you for brunch this morning. And I said, no. I said, Tanya, that's not the girl that I saw with the yellow dress. I said, this girl, she was she was, you know, decent looking. I said, but she had hair on her chest. <laughs> I was trying to plead my case, yo. I couldn't help it. Like I was just like, and, like, I, and I and I hope she's not listening. But let me let me look around. She, she, I hope she ain't listening. But anyway, if she's listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but damn, I mean, like this wasn't the girl. So Tanya was dumbfounded. She was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Tanya, I can't. I can't. I, I don't understand what's going on." Like. The girl that you described in a yellow sundress, I said, this is not the girl. I said, it was another brown skin, very attractive, nice ass body, <laughs> nice body. I said, this isn't her. And she was like, well, who is she? I don't know who you're talking about. <sighs> Come to find out is that the girl in the yellow dress, the yellow sundress that I saw that particular day, that really wasn't Sandy. And her name really isn't Sandy. And to this day, 
from that day in 1990-something, I think it was, what, 93, 92, 93, to this day, I still don't know who that girl is. I still don't know who she is. I saw her a couple of, I saw her maybe three more times on campus, and I never, I, I couldn't say anything to her because I was just shook. I was blown. <sighs> anyway. So Sandy calls and we talk and she said, she asked me, well, you know, did you like what you saw? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was lying my ass off, yo. I just, and I tried not to, I tried not to play it like I wasn't impressed, but I really wasn't impressed. And, it's, and, and don't get me wrong, you guys listening. And I know you're probably laughing hysterically right now. Um. It wasn't that she wasn't attractive. She just wasn't the person that I thought that she was. So if you go someplace expecting to see, you know, I don't know, Nia Long and you end up seeing Grace Jones, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not to say. And she's not Grace Jones, <laughs> but I'm just saying you get my point. So nonetheless, man, you know, she asked me that and I and I gave her, ass, I told her, I said, no, you're very attractive. I mean, so... You know, I and I just I basically lied, you know, because <laughs> at this point she wasn't who I thought she was. So it didn't matter. I mean, like, there's nothing she she could say. So anyway, she called me back, I think, the next day and I kind of brushed her. I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of brushed. Her. I was like, yeah, so I just got in from practice. We we had, just, we had already finished spring practice. <laughs> I said, yeah, I just got in from practice from working out. So I'm kind of tired. I said, I'll call you back. And I didn't call her back. And then she called back like a couple of days later. And I kind of brushed her again. And then she called back another time. And I kind of brushed her off again. So, you know, after like three brush offs, I think she kind of got the point. Like, I wasn't really checking for her like that. And I felt bad. But I didn't feel bad. Because <laughs> it was, my, to be honest, my feelings were hurt. My feelings were destroyed. I don't know how that was that you had two girls in the same place with yellow sundress and to be honest you guys i've never i never saw this girl i never saw sandy before in the, that, that particular day in the cab because i was making googly eyes at you know lady x <laughs> i think i get that that's all i can call her now at this point lady x that's what she is she's a mystery the mystery lady um nonetheless man it's that's my blind date story, man. It did not go well at all. Um, that's the only blind date I've ever been on. Uh, and suffice to say, I will never, ever, 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 ever go on a blind date again. Uh, one, because I'm married. And two, I'm not doing that. Not a fan of blind dates at all. Nonetheless, I've given you an opportunity to <laughs> laugh at me. Uh, thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. It's your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll holler at you next time. 5,000.